Yeah. You're not a bad person. Like yeah. people grow up and and they're programmed to, and they just never think outside that programming to really, you know, grow in these areas or buckets of their life. But like, dude, our, our fitness or health wasn't the greatest. I was an athlete in high school, so I never had problems being fat, but dude, we, we grew up on meat and potatoes and casseroles and fried foods and you name it, bro. It was not healthy at all. So mm. guess what happened as soon as I got out of high school and got stuffed into cubicles in sales, like I got fat. You know, and everyone else there got fat too. We all kind of went through these fat times being we telemarketers, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, but, uh, but, but, man. But, but at that point, what bucket were we trying to fill up? Kel? Trying to fill up our finance bucket, that's man. It. We had that was young, our full focus. young parents. You had aspirations, you know, yeah, like that's all it was. It's like, let's get, get that it. money. Let's get it. Get that money. Whatever your situation is currently is not your forever situation. That's really what real business owners is, man. Like we don't care where you come from. Yeah. Where are you going? Our goal and our job is to reduce the mistakes that you have to make or the money that you have to lose. You want to be an entrepreneur, you want to be successful, don't give up. You learn, adjust, and continue to move forward. Welcome back to the Real Business Owners Podcast. It's another week with myself, Trevor Cowley. As always, Kel Goodman. What's up, what's up? Guys, today we wanted to talk about uh, a very important topic because <laughs> we, we see a lot of people that are very one-dimensional when it comes to their discipline, right? Mm -hmm. um, and we were talking about it before coming on. The idea really is to live life, I guess, in 4D, so to speak, having four different disciplines that ultimately fill up the buckets that you say are important to you. You know, we went over this on the last podcast in terms of the energy and the effort that you're, you're putting into things that don't matter, <laughs> obviously that aren't serving you, and the areas that do matter are now lacking, right? And so, When's the last time you've taken an honest assessment of yourself and said, am I really giving everything to the things that I say that are important to me? This bucket, right? And we were talking, Kel, tell them a little bit about the individual that you were bringing up. And then we can even go over all of the other situations where maybe somebody's good in this area, yeah. but they're terrible in this area. Yeah. Because let's really just shine light on it, break it down so it's so simple. Because mm -hmm. it's like one discipline, two discipline, three discipline. What do you mean by having four different disciplines. And what right. we're really talking about are the things that are important, which is again, our finances, our family, our faith, and our fitness. Right. In those four areas, if you, if, if, if you're doing everything right in those areas, your life probably is reflecting just yeah. that. Right. Yeah, absolutely, man. Uh, well, Trevor's just bringing it up, man. I, you know, and I, I gave a talk on this just recently down in Scottsdale. Uh, we didn't, it wasn't four dimensions or disciplines, right? Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, it was, but it was the same buckets, man. Where, where, where your money matters most. And, uh, but Trev, Trevor's bringing it up this morning. He's like, man, we should talk a little bit about those buckets. And he started saying, you know, like, how many people do we know that are fit as fuck, but all these other areas of their life are just lacking. And then you look at the quality of life that they're living. Right. And mm -hmm. I was like, man, that reminds me so much of this, this person that I know yeah. actually a couple of them, but they are like, not only are they just great hearted human beings, they are, but they are like dice, man. Like I envy them. I look at them and I'm just like, fuck bro. Like you're a sexy motherfucker, even to me. And I ain't gay yeah, at all. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, holy we shit. Ain't swinging like, that way, but respect yeah, my dog. Freaking shredded. You know I mean? Fitness is on point, consistent. And their and happy got, place is only at the gym though. That's the problem, man. And it's like, you know, home life isn't the greatest. Finances are definitely not the greatest. And, uh, and there's really no foundation of faith within the home. Right. And so a lot of things are going on behind the scenes, which are really just spiraling their life more and more out of control. And so finding 
and we always say this, there's no balance in all buckets of your life, but mm. you have to strive for it mm. because I'm telling you right now, man, when you are off in just one of them, like, dude, I've been like great in my finances lately. I've been great in my uh, foundation of faith lately, which I didn't come from that. Yeah. And my family's been better than ever lately. And I'm still just like, man, but my fitness and I'm investing a lot into it. And I'm like, man, I keep letting these things get in the way. And that one thing holds me back in all the other buckets. Mm. Right. And it's like, if I want, if I truly want to grow to another level, like I've got to bring that up, you know? And so I've made even bigger investments into that and, uh, and, and made harder commitments to that, but it doesn't happen overnight. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You have to really develop that habit. And so it takes a little bit of time, but man, so when Trey brought that up, I was like, man, I, I, I know that character really mm -hmm. well. Cause mm -hmm. I've had a lot of people, friends and stuff, family, everything in my life that man, they're yoked, but everything else sucks. And then we yeah. know that rich as fuck motherfucker, but Everything else sucks. Fitness, family, you know, so. They're fa he, he, again, what I think is happening at this point in time, uh, or probably every point in time in history, right, is individuals are so great in one area mm -hmm. that they hang their hat on that and they give themselves credit for being amazing in that area, which ultimately puts the blinders on for all the areas that they're shitty, yeah. right? Like, let's just focus on this one thing. I'm good here, good here. My fitting, I'm going to take my shirt off because I got abs, I this, this, you know what I mean? And you continue to put the one thing in front of you that you're great at. Yeah. And you continue to put your attention on that thing. Therefore, you're not giving any attention to the areas that you actually are lacking that need your attention, right? You're purposely doing that so that you don't have to look at what's disgusting in yeah. your life. Let's yeah. just look at the one thing that you have going for you over and over and over to try to avoid the truth. Right. That's really what's happening at this point in time, right? And so if the fitness is good, like people know if their fitness is good. Like yeah. look, if, you, if you're consistent every single day, you go to the gym, you look good, maybe you, you eat good. Right. But like Kel said, your faith is fucked. Your relationships yeah. are fucked. Your finances are fucked. You're one dimensional. Right. Well, and then your fitness is really just a sickness, man, because you're what you're really looking for. If all these other areas of your life are not being fed is you're looking for some external validation. Like maybe you're staying yoked because all you care about is what females think about you. And so you're just some douchebag that's out cheating or, you know what I mean? Yeah, you're, or yeah. you're just looking for yeah. external validation everywhere because yeah. you truly have no self-confidence at all because you are lacking in all these other areas of your life. Maybe you have to build a, build a body for uh, positive attention because every area in your life is shitty yeah. and you're not getting po positive attention anywhere right. else. So why not double down on this thing that I'm getting positive attention on yeah. and get even greater right. rather than focus on the areas where I lack, right? Yeah. And so I think that maybe there's some psychology or subconscious shit happening right. where they're doubling down on the thing that they're already pretty good at and ignoring all the things that really need attention. Um, it's like that with anything though, man. But like, it feels better to do it that way. Yeah. Is it the right thing to do long-term? Is it the right thing to do now? No. The hard thing is... is is having an honest conversation with yourself, addressing those things that you really haven't wanted to address, right? Yeah. Like you've buried those things long enough. Like let's dig them up. Let's look at them, analyze it, and then build an <laughs> action plan so that you can make those things that you've buried some of the things that you actually want to start highlighting now. Yeah. Some things that you're actually proud of versus things that you've been like, oh shit, I don't want anybody to find that out. Yeah. Right? And so, look, you know, even before we came, I told Kel, I said, look, my, my fitness has always been pretty good. 
you know, uh, my finances have always been pretty because I'm, I'm good with delayed gratification. Right. That, that's where, that's where I'm good. But with family, there's no really such thing as like delayed gratification. You have to be investing into that all the time. Right. Right. Like it's, you, you don't withhold yourself for a period of time for your family and then, and then show yourself and they had delayed gratification. So they're so happy to, you can't play this weird game. Yeah. It's this, all this time that you have to invest and it has to be all the time. And you have to be as present as you possibly can right. in as many moments as you possibly can. So it's, it's something that, that again, you just can't ignore either, right. either you're putting attention there right now, or you're not, it's, right. as, it's as simple as that. Either you're putting attention towards your fitness right now, or you're not yeah. either you're putting attention right now towards your finances or you're not yeah. and your faith. You're either, you're either trying to get closer to God or you're not right. like, and that's just is what it is. And if you're not actually doing something every single day to do something to address those things yeah. that you, where you're lacking, the areas that you're lacking, then like literally, I, I've said this before, but look around, right? Like literally open your bank account right now. Look at your bank account. Do you like that? If not make an adjustment, if so, cool, you're probably good in that area. Mm-hmm. What other area could you start focusing on now? Right. Quit opening up the bank account just for your ego, just to stare at it over and over and over just to avoid the way you look in the mirror yeah. or the way that your family relationships are or the way that your relationship with God is right. Yeah. Like you you guys all will get to the point. If you're listening to this podcast, I believe that you're an individual that wants to improve self period, or else you're not going to take the time to invest in listening to this type of content. I believe every single one of you have the ability to do something special and do something great but you have to do something special right. or something great right. for a long enough period of time. And that's where the average person falls off, Yeah, right? It's just consistency. Consistency without a doubt is the most important thing. Yeah. I would rather be consistent at 30 minutes a day than one day I work out for two hours and then I don't show up for two or three days and then I work out for an hour here. Yeah. It's sporadic. And what I mean by consistency, if you're constantly doing the same thing over and over and over, and you know, it's the right decision. Eventually the results will show up. The problem is, is people's patience level isn't there. And so if they show up every single day for 30 days or 60 days, it feels like a long fucking time. In reality, it's not. But if the result that you were expecting isn't showing up when you expected it, the motivation then dips and then you quit just like every other time that you have. Right. And so that's what's going on when in reality, if you're a logical thinker, you're just like, if I show up to the gym every day, I know for a fact over time, something good will happen. If I show up in my, in my face, something good will happen. If I show up to my fan, something good will happen. There's been so many times where I've wanted to create a new habit and it's just like the, the, the magic fairy dust isn't there. Right. You know what? I'm not feeling it, but right. I'm just like, fuck dude. But I really just want to have a better relationship with God. Like sometimes when you're first starting to pray or try to test this faith thing out, yeah. it's just, it's kind of going through the motions. You're just going through the motions. Yeah. yeah you, you, and you're doing it and it just like, doesn't feel like it's re- like, yeah. maybe other people do it different. Maybe I'm just not connecting in the right ways. And right. again, you're kind of, critiquing yourself. You're being harsh on yourself. Guess what? It takes time to build a relationship with anybody. 
it may be awkward at first, right? It, it, it's not that it's awkward. It's just that it's unfamiliar. And right. because it's unfamiliar, it feels different. And you label that as awkward, right. which is just about anything that you do that's unfamiliar, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, it's and fun. so it's kind of funny, man. Like, um, you know, I don't even know why, but, and, and I remember it was kind of around the same time we didn't even talk about it. And we started talking about how like our routines is if we started praying, it was like a year yeah. and a half ago or yeah. two years ago, whenever it was, I was like, yeah, man, me too. And it was kind of awkward, right? Cause I didn't come from this foundation of faith. Like our parents took us to church till we were like 11 or so. And then they faded from it. But like when you're a kid at that age, man, like, I mean, you're just showing up to see your, your, your yeah, yeah, the homies, other churches, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, you go yeah, there. What's up with the church, in, church activity, yeah. though? Like, you got fruit punch, yeah. but know, uh, high seas. But you know, like faith is so. It's different than just serving like God, right? Like now, when I pray, it's not uncomfortable at all. In fact, it's more like a conversation, mm-hmm. right? It's not like oh, you know, going through the motions, uh, you know, whatever, all the stuff you learn as a kid, right? You know whatever you're just doing it to gratitude do it you were thankful to, do to be it, alive right? like all these things right yeah. like you're actually having like a, a more of a conversation and connecting with god and uh, whether you believe in god or you believe in the universe you, you've got to believe in something higher than yourself i mean mm. uh i mean they say in the bible that, that god created you in the image of himself right and so you've got to have faith in yourself faith is truly like believing and creating something that you can't even see yet right and so in order to do that you've got to have some sort of faith faith in yourself faith in something higher than yourself and it's worth practicing every day because i get i get told like where i need to improve take your family for instance like giving them love and time is so important but it's not enough the greatest gift that you can give your family is leadership Okay, not going to the work and being the best sales manager or business owner and leading those people, but in your family, that's great. That's important. You've got to do that. But in your family, like leading them to be their best self, right? And we didn't have that growing up. And so like I literally get told in my time of connecting with God, which is my prayer time, like you need to pray with them. Because for a long time, I just pray by myself. Well, I'm not leading by example, you know, so now I'm praying with them because I'm investing into faith and my family at the same time by being a better leader and leading by example. You know, when you're going and you're hanging out with some of these communities, like uh, the masterminds we're a part of, it's like, bro, you're hanging out with a bunch of badass business owners, but they're also badass moms and dads. Yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. leadership that, inf- that infects you to go home and now lead your family better. Like, you know, so. You know, what my takeaway was on that, though, hmm. is you said I started doing it by myself. Yeah. And then it led to something else. Exactly. It led to you wanting to do it with your family. Right. You see what I'm saying? Exactly. So it's like, it's okay that you didn't start doing it with your family, like from day one. Right, exactly. You, you know what I mean? You had to you had to take that first step for you and yeah. for yourself. And then guess what? Because you took that step for you, for yourself to try to get better in an area for Kel. Right. Guess what happened? Kel ended up getting better in by default in another area of his life. He was trying to fill up uh, uh, his faith bucket right. and figure that area out. And again, he's trying to become four dimensional, yeah. disciplined, exactly. right? In, in those areas. But what the funny thing is, is the more discipline that you get in one area, like your faith, it improves you 
in other areas because that faith bucket that you were trying to fill up for you leaked over into your family bucket because you wanted to share that with them. Right. And because you're praying with them, you now are filling up your faith bucket through prayer and you're filling up your family bucket by doing it with them. Yeah. And and the reason why I wanted to bring that up is because that was a realization that, I, that I've had recently is because of the two-a-days that I've been doing all year, that yes, that is my fitness, but I've also enhanced my relationship with my family because mm -hmm. they're going on some of these walks with me. My son goes on 90% of the walks with me, right? And so our relationship, no doubt, has... My relationship with my kids are deeper than it's ever been at this point. Right. And it didn't start with the intention of, you know what? I need to get a deeper relationship with my kids. What the intention started out at the beginning of the year is... I need to be fucking better. I need yep. to be a better me. Right. And so what did I do? I, I made a decision to do something that created a better version of Trevor. By default, that better version of Trevor ended up playing in these other buckets, in these mm -hmm. other areas, right? I was focused on my mindset and on my fitness. Yep. And as that started to come around and be where I wanted it to be, it made these other areas, it was very apparent that these other areas were lacking. Yeah. Because... I got clarity through what? Discipline, yeah. right? And because of I, I, I chose to go deep in one area, it's trickling over into other ones. And that's exactly what Kel just basically detailed out in his personal experience. While he was saying it, he wasn't even putting those two things together. And the reason why I wanted to highlight that and, and, and share my story with you guys is because it's true. You can, ha you can be one-dimensional. In other yeah. words, again, be super fit, and terrible with your finances, your faith, and with your family. Cool. You can be super rich and have no relationship with God, no relationship with your family, and, you know, have a heart attack next year. Yeah. Like, you yeah. know, it, 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 it is what it is. <laughs> like, stop, slow down on the fucking cheeseburgers and fries. I love it too. <laughs> fucking Dairy Queen Blizzard, come see your boy. You know what I mean? Like, we're all guilty of wanting all the same pleasures, right? Right. It's just whether or not you have the discipline to, you know, Heisman Trophy yeah, that shit you got and, 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 and say, not today, devil, right? You know, you know what's going to happen, though, if you stop, right, is like take your, taking your boy on walks every day. Um, he's going to be like, Dad, what's up? Why aren't we going on a walk, right? And I told my wife this when I met Pastor Keith Kraft down in Cabo two years ago. Um you know, I told him, I was like, man, I read your book and like, this has just been a bucket of my life that's been empty. And I just want to mm. tell you, like, I've learned all these things in your book and I really appreciate what you put out there. And, um, you know, he said some pretty cool things, man. Like everything goes hand in hand. All these disciplines we're talking about, these mm -hmm. buckets we're talking about, I mean, they all go hand in hand and you've got to realize that because like, take your finances, for example, God wants you to be rich. The more you have, the more you can give to others, right? God wants you to live an inspiring life. The more inspiring life you live, the more you're going to inspire other people to live their inspiring life. And he wants that to grow in the entire world, right? And so it's like your finances are a way for you to invest into yourself to become a better you to fill, to, to, to basically fill up other people's buckets as well, right? You, you become this example in the world. So I told my wife after that trip, I was like, look, this is an area we need to work on. And she agreed. And so I said, we're going to go ahead and do the work. Like we're going to, we're going to tune in. We tune, we tune, we turn on Pastor Keith Craft almost every Sunday. Yeah. And we hit this point where Kaylee started traveling a lot with me and like we were out of town, we were getting home and off flights on Sundays and we missed a few weeks 
in a row of Pastor Keith Craft, right? We missed our family nights that Monday because now we're catching up with all the shit we're behind on from being out of town. And so our kids literally started asking. And I told her this when we got started. I'm like, if we're just consistent right now, they're going to look forward to it. Eventually. And so that's the type of leadership that you want to put into your family life because when shit's good at home, Mm. shit's better at work. Mm. You know what I mean? Better in all your relationships. And so... Your finances are better. Everything's better when you lead your family the right way. I, I, I can co-sign that all day. And so, I can co-sign that all day, dude. That's the exact same story right. that I would ha- I would, And this isn't something that we discussed prior to getting on the podcast either. Mm-hmm. But I told my boy, buckle the fuck up, dude. You're about yeah. to man up, dude. You're right. going to figure out what real discipline looks like. You're going to start coming with me every single night because I want his brain on my hip. Right. You know what I mean? I just, I'm scared in the world right now for right. children. Right. Uh, you know, if, if they do not learn discipline and they do not learn hard work, and if I do not have the ability to uh, influence that mind, the world's going to influence my son's mind in a way that I have no control exactly. over. Uh, but at first he was like, again, uh, I'm tired. Mm-hmm. I said, get your shit, get your shoes on. We're going for a fucking walk. <laughs> You guys call me a bad parent all you want. Call Child Protective Services and shit. <laughs> He's six. He, he can handle it. They got uh, way more energy than us. And if you've had children, you know that. Like, nah, dude. It's, I can tell. Him, love I can really. I can tell him to run ten miles for a fucking candy yeah. bar, and he'd do it. Right. But if it was going for a walk, it's misery, yeah. right? Oh, I mean, it's um, a time, that's a time where you get to give him your time and love, but also get to give him your leadership. Give him, give him information, right? Uh, and and literally every day, are we going for our walk? Hey, yep. could we go down this path? Hey, could we ride bikes instead today? Literally, he now wants to wake up early yeah. and go to the gym with me because I took him to the gym on right. Sunday. He ran a couple miles with me on Sunday at the gym, did pull-ups, did push-ups, did his jumping jacks, did his sit-ups. Yeah. He did all that shit, and he says, I want to go again tomorrow morning. I said, nah, dude, we'll do we'll do our evening workout so you'll get a two-a-day in today. Yeah. Um, but... <laughs> What it's just kind of cool to see his brain start leaning in that direction over the course of the last, you know, 90 to 120 days, his brain is already starting to shift to look forward to something that he used to despise, right? Basically confirming what Kel's talking about. Yeah. You sit him down for church or whatever. Oh my God. You know, you're gonna have to battle all that bullshit, whatever. Mm -hmm. And then as he's talking about three, four months later after doing it consistently, they're like, yo, what's up with that thing? Yeah, why are we skipping family now? Why are why we, we skipping church? What's they're up? They're going to call you out on your shit. Mm-hmm. Why? Because they're, your brain is is trying to predict the future. Yeah. And so it's trying to predict on Sundays, we do this thing. Yeah. And if you don't do that thing on Sunday, the brain kind of glitches out a little bit. And that's why they ask, yo, what's up with that thing? Why, yeah. didn't, why didn't we do that thing? And, and to prove that the brain has the ability to predict at a very, very high level, I think we've all been guilty of not changing that little chirping fucking battery alarm in our smoke alarm. It's kind of at a distance, maybe downstairs, where you can kind of hear it. It's faint, and you ignore it because you're being lazy as fuck, and you don't want to go get that shit and change the battery right then and there. And next thing you know, it's like two weeks later, it's still chirping, but you don't even notice it anymore. Yeah. And then a homie comes over to your house and like, damn, dude, you need to change your battery out. And then you (laughs) tune into it. You're like, oh, shit, dude. I haven't even been noticing that lately. (laughs) What happens? Huh? Did that happen to you? Oh, it's happened before. <laughs> it's happened before. Um, uh, that but, has actually never happened to me. I hate that thing. Oh, dude, I can so bad. I'll um, throw a freaking ladder up in a minute. If it's like, Damn if, it. if it's upstairs, I will change it. And then when you don't have a nine volt in your drawer, you're like, what uh, the f? Now I got to run down to the hardware store and get one. one. Like I've I've snapped one. <laughs> 
and and they still chirp, dude. It's a trip, bro. It is a Fucking, trip. It's like a Terminator, dude. Like when he falls in a pee and he's still trying to go. Yeah. The smoke alarms are like Terminator's cousin. Um, <laughs> anyways. What, what ends up happening is your brain knows that it's there for a period of time and it becomes so consistent every yeah. two minutes or yeah. three minutes that your brain starts predicting it so that it silences it out because it realizes, yes, that thing exists, but it brings me no value. Yeah. So it actually predicts that the chirp is going to be there so that it doesn't take its energy and attention away from it. Therefore, if you literally leave a smoke alarm to just chirp for like two or three weeks, your brain will adjust and you'll stop noticing that it even is chirping anymore until the homie comes in and say, yo, you need to change your, your battery and your smoke alarm yeah. because your brain's trying to predict it and not, not waste energy on giving that thing its attention every two or three minutes like it did the first two or three days. Yeah. And it realizes, why am I giving my attention to this thing when there's no value to it? There's nothing to extract from it. So let's just start predicting it and actually tune it out yeah. altogether. Yeah. Right. And so your, your, your mind wants to predict things. Your kids will, their mind will want to predict things just as what we're talking about, whether it's going mm -hmm. to church on Sundays or going for a walk every yeah. single day, their, their mind is no different. Right. Just put the same shit in front of it consistently enough for a long enough period of time. It's their mind will want to start craving that thing. Yeah. Whatever that thing is, whether it's the walk or whether it's the church. Yeah. Right. Their mind will crave it as long as you were consistent with it for a long enough period of time. Right. And so are you zero D zero disciplines? Are you fat? Are you faithless? Mm -hmm. Are you, your relationships bunk as hell and your finances bunk is there's plenty of people that are zero disciplines right now. Zero yeah. D. Some people are one D two D three D. The idea is to be live life in four D have yeah. all four disciplines in each one of those areas that we know when I say we, me and Kel, we know these these areas are important. Right. And you start filling up one of those areas, it's going to be easier to fill up the next one and the next one and the next one because you're creating an individual that's of discipline. And yeah. when something has meaning, you'll figure out a way to do that thing on a day-to-day -day basis. Yeah. And then when you have two disciplines, it's easier to have the third. And then it's easier to close the gap on the fourth. But when trying you, to go from zero to four, that's almost impossible. You find out it's easier too because... It's really not th that much time. It's really not. It's really not, bro. Like, um, okay, well, you get up and you do your reading for the day. And, you know, sometimes I do my reading and then I jump into Proverbs for a little bit too. And it's like, okay, I've done all this shit before I wake my, anyone else wakes up in my home. I go and sh take a shower, I pray, you know, I get ready for the day. I go hit the gym, you know, roll into the office around nine o'clock. I've already, I've already invested into a few of those buckets. buckets. Now yeah. I'm at work, we're investing into my finances. Mm -hmm. and now I have even more to go and go ahead and invest into myself or other people and try and make it better for other people's lives. Right. And so, but here's the thing, man. It's kind of weird because I didn't grow up with any of these. Yeah. You're not a bad person. Like yeah. people grow up and and they're programmed to, and they just never think outside that programming to really, you know, grow in these areas or buckets of their life. But like, dude, our, our fitness or health wasn't the greatest. I was an athlete in high school, so I never had problems being fat. But dude, we, we grew up on meat and potatoes and casseroles and fried foods and you name it, bro. It was not healthy at all. So mm -hmm. guess what happened as soon as I got out of high school and got stuffed into cubicles in sales? Like I got fat. Mm. You know, and everyone else there got fat too. We all kind of went through these fat times being we telemarketers, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, but, uh, but, but man. But, but at that point, 
what bucket were we trying to fill up? Kel? Trying to fill up our finance bucket, that's man. It. We had that was young, our full focus. Young parents, you had aspirations, you know, yeah, like that's all it was. It's like, let's get, get that it. money. Let's get it. Get that money, you right? Know? And it so. consumes you, and it's a sickness, right? Yeah. It's like every area is like if you're only working on one, then you're gonna be sick in all these others, and it's okay to work on one at a time. But when you find the benefit of working on all four, you're gonna find it doesn't take that much time, and everything gets better. I have way better. Uh, sex and a lot more sex with my wife than I ever have when we've been working on this for a long time, right? So now this whole bucket is filled up, right? Like our relationship so much better. And that's just an indicator of it, right? Mm. Like our family is asking for these things because just like your kids, everybody wants to be better at something. Mm. They want to feel better. They want their best. Like I just jumped back on 75 hard. My daughter's like, hey, can I download the app and do it with you? Well, shit, yeah, let's do it. Like, you know, why not? I mean, if she wants to take that on, she sees that it is going to make her a better person, right? Plus, she probably wants some more time with her dad. Knox wants to go on the walks with me just like Major did. It's like... They're not, they're not like an anomaly. They, they're just like any of your and, kids. If you start bettering yourself, they're going to want to be better too, right? And so all and of that, these and areas. And that's why you're not serving yourself, God, or your family, or anybody if you're not being the best version of yourself because you're seeing what's happening with Kel's children. Yeah. Kel's saying, okay, I'm going to get better in this area, in this bucket, and he's pulling them up with him yeah. because of proximity. Right. So therefore, if he's not doing that, He's not serving his family. He's not serving God. He's not because he's not helping people live up to their full potential because he's not living up to his. And really what it comes down to is if you're not living up to your full potential, not only are you fucking your life up, you're fucking other people's lives up that are in your proximity that you say that you love and you care about. Yeah. So let's fucking get down to the nitty gritty. Let's be real for a second. If you got four plants and you're only fucking watering one of them and you in the other areas, the other plants are fucking dying. Yeah. It's very apparent that they need some water. Fucking water those plants. Yeah. Water those areas in your life that has lacked attention long enough. The areas that are wilting. Yeah. Quit fucking overwatering that thing that a plant that turned into a damn bush because you're already fucking great in that area. Yeah. Let's start focusing on the other buckets. It's super important to again be 4D, all four disciplines. Yeah. Be real with yourself. Are you a level fucking one out of ten in this area? Cool. I need to invest time, money, or energy in this area in order to get better for myself and my family right. and the people that I care about, my employees. It don't matter who it is. Anybody in your proximity is either getting better around you or they're getting worse around you. And it's not them. It's what you're doing. Right. Okay. Because what you're doing, they visually see. And they're either going to want to step up and say, holy shit, that person's fucking inspiring me. Or that individual's not fucking doing shit. Yep. Why should I? Yeah. Exactly. That's really that that's all it comes down to. So really if you does. if you if you love the people that you say you love, then start fucking filling up even yeah. all, all the bu- not just the family bucket. Yeah. Because immediately our attention goes, Well, I love my family. I want to fill up the family bucket. But guess what? Go ahead. Invest a bunch of time, money, and energy into your family. But if you leave yourself fucking empty because you're not, you're faithless, yeah. your fitness is fucking garbage and your finances are terrible. That's, that's great that you're fit. But 
You're not serving the people that you say that you care about. You're putting all this time and attention on that bucket because you say that you love them so much. If you love them so much, be a better version of you so that when you're in that family bucket, that you're operating at a whole different level and you're aspiring them to a whole different level. I would rather have a fucking 10 out of 10 dad that's that's there for a smaller period of time than a one out of fucking 10 dad that's there all the fucking time. A dad that's going to come home, teach me something, show me something, lead by example in something, right? And And I'll... I'll kind of finish up uh, on my end to say, you know, the guys or gals that are listening to this because they just want to improve their business and they're just grinding and it's all about the finances. Like, here's the thing that you got to understand. Okay. Stop looking at your money. Like it's this thing that you need to survive. If you're doing that, you're looking at it with a scarcity mindset. Finances are super important, but if that's, but if you're like one of those people, like I was right, like when I went through my divorce years ago, I remember my ex-wife telling me like, all you care about is business and money. You don't even care about us. That's not true. Okay. Money's not more important than God or uh, your faith in him or a faith in yourself. Money's not more important than your family. Money's not more important than your fitness. It's not more important than any of them, but it's a tool. It's a tool for you to invest back into you and into other areas. And you do want it to grow because God and the universe, it wants you to live your inspiring life. You want to create as much of it as you possibly can. But if you're not giving it to the right areas, it's never going to grow, right? You have to be willing to use that money for what it is, which is just a tool. Sure, go get as much of it as you want. But if you're not putting that money back into you and the people around you to fill that up, then really the the, the it's it's pointless man mm-hmm. you fill up a big bank account now what you can't take it with you you can't do anything with it when it's all that you care about right so you fill up all this money you go buy a bunch of stupid shit that makes you temporarily happy all these other areas of your life are failing like dude it does nothing so yes create as much abundance in money as you possibly can but make sure you're putting it where money matters most which is back into you your family your fitness your your faith like you just use it you should have an abundant relationship with each one of those an yeah. abundant relationship with god with your finances or with your family yeah. and your fitness yeah those relationships anything outside of that don't fucking talk to me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I ain't got time for it no more. Yeah. That's just where I'm at right now. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I'm, I, I, if, if it doesn't have the ability to serve me in six months, 12 months or in two years, I ain't even about it at this point. Right. right? Like I want to invest in the areas that actually really, really matter now yeah. and in the future. Yeah. Not just like a fucking temporary thing. And I think exactly. sometimes we, we live life on temporary. Right. We're getting that temporary dopamine hit. Because we did that one thing, we bought that car, or we did that thing, mm-hmm. or whatever. And and in in most cases, those dopamine hits are there because you feel lack in another area. So you go buy your dopamine hit to avoid the lack in the area that you really should be putting attention on. Yeah. That's what's happening in the world today. So quit buying your way out of not putting attention on the areas that need attention. Right. And start fucking giving them attention. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, it's gonna take some fucking work but there's some awesome shit on the other side but of it. It's going to happen a lot quicker, man, than if you're just focused on finances and you're saying that thing like, oh, well, it's easy for you guys to say because you've already built these multi-million dollar businesses. Guess what? They'd probably be billion dollar businesses yeah. had we gotten focused in the areas that matter the most sooner because I know what it's like to be fat and fit and fat and fit and how bogged down I am when I'm fat and how fucking high I operate when I'm fit. So if I'd have been investing into that and into my faith and I would have had a stronger belief in my vision and in something greater than me, if I would have been investing as a leader in my family and had more support at home, I'd be a lot further along if I would have been doing it 20 years ago instead of two, 
right? And so quit using your money as like an excuse, right? Don't be like, well, it's easy for you guys to say, or when I get to that point, then I can start investing into those things. Well, we better, start we investing now. Use your money to invest into something that's going to make you more money and use the abundance of money and everything that you create to just be better in all these different areas and watch what happens. Well, we've, we've been on both sides of it. Yeah. I've been broke. I've had money. Yeah. I've been out of shape right. and I've been in shape. You know right. what I mean? I haven't had a relationship with God and I currently have a, you know what I mean? And so everything is enhanced on the other side of discipline. Right. Really, that's what it comes down to. So discipline yourself in the areas that, that, that you say that are important to you. Again, become 4D, yeah. uh, you know, four disciplined, uh, dimensional, yeah. so to speak, or 4DD, whatever you want to call it. But guys, we, we really, we... We're, we, we've got to the point where we've made a lot of money. We realized that that's not the only answer. It is a major piece of the puzzle to enhance the other areas of your life, to enhance your faith, to enhance yeah. your fitness, to enhance your family. Of course, it's an enhancer. And if you're terrible in those areas, money will enhance that too. Yeah. But if you're great in those areas, it'll enhance that as well. So it is a tool. It is important. But if you are not your best version of yourself, no matter how much of that tool that you have, You'll end up using it to destroy you because to, to, tools can build or destroy. That's true. That tool will ultimately destroy you. Yeah. Right. If 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 you don't feel fulfillment in all the right areas. Yep. And so Amen to that. That's what we'll leave you guys with today. We hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Um, you know, we 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 try to bring you stuff that we really actually feel as though will make your life better, not just money, yeah. but in all aspects, because we care about all aspects of life. Yep. Right. And so make sure that you guys are not just business, 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 money, 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 grind, grind, grind. That's all fine and dandy. And there's a time in life to do that. We've, we've, we've done that. Uh, and now we realize it's like, well, that doesn't answer all, you know, the, the questions or that doesn't fill up, you know, uh, all my buckets to where I feel whole as an individual. You're going to eventually make enough money where you're going to be like, okay, I need to make deposits in some other areas because money's not the end all be all answer. Again, yep. it's a tool and it's an enhancer. That's really what it comes down to. Yep. We hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. I know that we did. Um, and guys, kick ass. Take care. We'll see you next week. Peace.